Good morning, everybody, on this uh, 20th of July, 2023. My name is Larry Jacobs, and this is Free K-12 Education Talk Radio. And thank you so much for being with us here today. We do appreciate it. If you're listening on the archives, I, I don't have to tell you this. Okay, it's uh, uh, all our shows are archived over at ace-ed.org. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Education. Okay, for excuse me, American Consortium for Equity. Didn't sound right. American Consortium for Equity in Education at ace-ed.org. And we are Education Talk Radio, the voice of the organization. So I want you to know, please go over to ace-ed.org. You're cordially invited. Everything is free over there. Educators do love it. We have thousands of them that visit us on a regular basis. Our Excellence in Equity Awards is over there. Our online magazine, which is called Equity and Access, is over there. All the podcasts like this one are archived over there. So please check it out. There's a ton of information. And our editor and publisher, Maya Appleby, works every day, okay, to try to get great stuff up there on the website. So it's ace-ed.org, all about equity. We pride ourselves on being the only folks who actually uh, – to focus on equity all the time. And again, I invite everybody to click on that excellent, the uh, Excellence in Equity Awards tab. Because if you link over to there, you may want to nominate yourself, your colleagues, companies you work with for our awards, which is a pretty nice honor for everybody who uh, does receive one. We have actually independent guests and judges that, uh, guests, judges that do this. And uh, it's a lot of fun and a lot of people get honored every year. So please join in the fun over at ace-ed.org. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's Larry at ace-ed.org. <coughs> Excuse me. Please don't hesitate to do that. If you have an idea for a podcast, questions, comments, whatever you want, I will answer you. Okay? It's Larry at ace-ed.org. Today we're going to be talking to one of our friends from the National Association of Secondary School Principals. we got Michael Brown here. And Michael is the principal of Winters Mill High School in Westminster, Maryland. He'll be able to brag about that in a second. But for the sake of this show, he's the president of the Maryland Association of Secondary School Principals. And uh, they just did something that was pretty pretty darn important with the uh, Maryland legislature when they found out that the legislature was about to pass a bill that was going to require assistant principals to teach 20% of their time. All right, and Michael and his group advocated, as well as the National uh, Association and ASSP.org, and let's find out what it was all about. Michael, welcome to the show. I'm Larry. Hey, Larry. How you doing, man? I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you being here. Okay, I really and truly do. And I said it at the beginning, so brag about Winters Mill High School in Westminster, Maryland. Go ahead. Tell us about your day, <laughs> your, your, your day job. Hey man, um, I'm loving every day right now. Um, just preparing for, you know, another school year, man. We got yeah. done with, um, you know, um, everybody knows coming out of the pandemic. I mean, it's like really the the first, you know, real traditional school year um, that yeah, we've right. had in quite some time. Uh, so we we're gearing up for anything, man. And um, I, I like to say it was a real positive school year um kids really rebounded and i know it's a cliche thing to say that kids are resilient but they really are resilient you know it's like they can um 
make adjustments on the fly and uh, make something that to us adults may seem like it's big seem actual small in, in, the, yeah. in the process. So um, it was really good. But Winters Mill is um, a rural school uh, north of Baltimore, uh, about 45 minutes outside of Baltimore City. Um, about, I have about 1,100 students here at Winters Mill High School. Um, it's the most diverse school in uh, Carroll County. Um, nice. And I am one of, um, you know, uh, I am the first African-American principal here um, at Winters Mill, but also only the, the second African-American principal uh, f- for secondary schools that was uh, ever hired at, at the time when I came on in 2018-19 school year. So um, we're doing some fantastic. That's important. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're, we're doing some fantastic things. I, I love is I'm going into my sixth year being principal here and the thing yeah. I love about you know uh, Winters Mill and the community here is that um, you know again I hate to throw another cliche out there but you know, we like to treat each other as 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 family we like to treat each other um, you know as we're all moving towards some of the same things and we want some of the same goals and whatnot for uh, our community which is the best education we possibly can have and the best experience that we can have for our students here at Winters Mill. So I want everybody to reach their dreams. We got a moniker that's um, that says it's about passion, purpose, pride. Um, it really is about moving students to their passion and their purpose in life. And I feel like if we concentrate on that, then um, you know students will be able to um, enjoy their educational experience here, not just be somewhere where they have to endure yeah. it. And so that's uh, really yeah. what well I'm said. about as a student experience. So yeah. Yeah, you know, and you just said something that's really important. I know every principal and superintendent I talk to knows what I'm going to say better than I do, and that's the teacher shortage that's going out there. So hard to to find teachers these days, and so it's it's, it's also a challenge with teacher retention. So many teachers are leaving. I hope that you can talk about if that's the case or not over at Winters Mill. All right, but I always say we we have a captured audience to talk about our profession. Okay, we try to make kids college career ready, and we can. We I went over to work on them and brainwash them, but I want them to seriously think about education. Okay, as a profession, and what you said a minute ago struck me because the, if you don't enjoy school as a student, you're certainly not going to become a teacher. All right, why do something right. you didn't enjoy? Okay, and the more <laughs> we can make kids enjoy something with like high school, okay, K twelve. All right, the better off we will all be. Okay, it just makes sense. Enjoyment and enthusiasm uh, for for the profession, etc., uh, is is really really important these days. And I hope the kids at Winters Mill and everywhere understand. And the, and the and educators, principals, superintendents on down. The more the kids enjoy it while they're learning, the better off we're going yeah. to be in the long run for the field of education. If we can talk anybody into education as a profession. And on that note, I just do have to ask you, how are we doing on teacher retention, teacher recruitment at Western? You can put in an ad if you want, if you need somebody. We're talking to a lot of teachers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you, you know, if I will say this real quick before I talk about teacher re- retention and, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. recruitment is um, 
we have to be in a place where if students don't enjoy their their high school experience, how are they ever going to find what they want to do moving forward in, in career? And so everybody loses when students don't give it their all in school and, and don't really give it 100% of their focus because that means that they're not going to find out what they're interested in. They're not going to find out what they want to do at the next level, whether that be career and or college. And that means it's going to be a failure to launch situation or took them yeah. longer to launch into the world, which hurts everybody, hurts the economy, hurts everything. So um, for me, I just feel like it's part of my job to try to help them uh, speed up that process and find out where they want to be and where that passion is. And look, today in 2023, I'm elated to say that there's so many more experiences for students than it was when when I was in school um, as far as you to get those experiences. So we got students that are able to take dual enrollment classes. We got students that are able to get full internships in high school, you know, Mm -hmm. with reputable companies and so forth that normally you wouldn't have been able to get some of those skills or some of those internships until you got to college when when I was in school. So they're getting those things now. Um, you're talking about almost as early as freshmen, sophomores, they're getting those things. So um, there's no excuses. Yeah, yeah, there's no excuses for the kids, but we just got to kind of encourage them in the right way. So um, as far as the, the teacher retention part, that really hit us hard the last uh, couple years. Um, and I would say it, it, it definitely is remnants from, um, you know, the pandemic and so forth because, you know, teachers went through a lot. And yeah, it's everywhere. I went through it with them. You know this, Michael. Yeah. It's everywhere, not yeah, just yeah. Maryland. And, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, teachers went through it. Went through, went, went through a lot. I know here the story was, I mean, um, teachers weren't ready to teach virtual. I know that's something nationally that was going on, but we yep. weren't we weren't a school district that was even ready for, you know, one-on-one devices. That wasn't something that we had. And so for all of that to kind of just happen overnight and teachers to be able to hit the ball, you know, get the ball run with it from all of that, they were able to do those things extraordinarily well, but it took a a huge toll out of the majority of teachers. And I'm talking about, you know, teachers that um, historically were were closer to retirement and so forth. So um, where normally we were a school district that – uh, people would, you know, enjoy the, to work at and, and will work longer than 30 years. Historically here, they'll, they'll work 35, some of them 38 years because they enjoy what they do. Um, the kids are great, so forth. Um, now they're getting right at the 30 years, and they're, and they're retiring and saying, I'm, I'm done. So that hurts when you have an older school district with older employees. If everybody gets to 30 years and they say they're done, then you're going to have a teacher shortage, which we've been running yep. through the last couple of years on trying to um, keep as many people as possible. And i also say um, what we run into is, you know, and this is nationally as well, kids aren't coming to college. They're not, they're not wanting to teach. So that's not a, a profession that is highly sought after uh, for this next generation. And, and you know, yeah. you could talk to kids and you I could agree. talk to them in the hallway. And there, there, there's some that would surprise me here and there and say they want to teach. And I'm like, man, great. God bless you. You know what I mean? But there's, most of the kids are like um, they're still on doctors, lawyers, and so forth training. Sure. Uh, and that's kind of like what they want to do. And then we have some other kids that have now gotten into, you know, being influencers and whatnot, you know, they're, whether they're on Twitch or they're on YouTube channels and everything else. They're able to make – and, 
And, th- and this is something people don't understand. It's very, very lucrative. Like, people can see you, you sure can say whatever they want to say. It sure but is. But the, the, the facts of it is you make real money, and it's very, very lucrative. I don't know how long certain things will last as far as the absence and, you know, before they move on or something else. But I think being a, an influencer in social media, I think it's here to stay for the long haul, regardless of whatever app it's on. But there's real money to be made in that and so it's hard to tell a kid well what you mean don't you want to go to college don't you want to it's hard to (laughs) say that when they're like uh i'm probably making more than a teacher right now just making videos of people watching me watching me play a video game i'm making money doing that um so we i think us in education i mean we're at a pivotal point where um you know we have to think outside of the box we have to uh get individuals that historically have not thought about teaching uh, we got to try to recruit those individuals. I call them second career people. I'm a second, you know, uh, uh, person that's second career because I did not go to school to 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 be an educator. Um, you know, well, I have a communications back. Yeah, yeah, I have a communications background, but I, I, that is to me that's yeah. where you're going to find. Matters. Yeah, that matters. Yeah. You're going to find that the best people with people that historically did not think about that, but they really have a passion for working with students and helping them. So we got to get out there and, and leave no stone unturned. And I think we're in the process of doing those things, you know, not only here in the school district, but I know also with my role with the president at MSSP, um, yeah. doing that with school leaders. Because I say, look, teachers is a shortage, but let me tell you, if you think there's a shortage with teachers, Think about how hard the job is being an administrator and think about how Absolutely. many people actually really want to do that. Because if you, if you barely want to teach, you definitely don't want to do administration off of what's gone on the last uh, several years. So we have unprecedented, um, you know, turnover that's going on, you know, throughout the state. And even our superintendents um, in the state of Maryland, I think we had eight or nine vacancies in the state of Maryland the last yeah. uh, hey, year Mike, and a half. Hey, Mike, I've got a problem. I just got a signal, which I can't believe. That they're only giving me. I set this show up for sixty minutes, but they only gave me fifteen. Okay, okay that was a mistake. Good. I I want to reschedule this. I'm going to get in touch with you in about five minutes, and we're going to reschedule this. Okay, we'll keep this sure, one there it is, but we're going to reschedule it. Okay, I promise you. That, that, that's not a problem, man. It's, it's your show. I'm good with it. Man, I'm good with you. You're a great guest, and I'll be back to you in just a minute. So, everybody, we'll continue this with Michael as soon as we can. i got to sign off on this one. I'm Larry Jacobs, and that's Michael Brown, great guy. We're going to talk about what he did in the Maryland state legislature. Thanks, thanks, and I'll be back to you. All right. Thanks, Mike. No problem.